It's your boy, J.O. And it's not the best day for my football fans because it is the first time in a long time we are without Thursday night football. But trust me, we all will get through this. On the bright side, the college football playoff semifinals are tomorrow. Alabama takes on Cincinnati, who I believe deserve to be in the playoff from early in the season. Glad to see them in because you never know what this committee. The primetime game sees the Michigan Wolverines battle the Georgia Bulldogs. I'm happy to see Jim Harbaugh make it this far because he has taken plenty of flack ever since he became the Wolverines head coach. Evidently, it is never going to be easy to beat Ohio State. But Harbaugh got the monkey off his back and look where it has gotten. Two wins away from being a national champion. Both Georgia and Michigan have similar styles. They both like to run the ball and play tough defense. Michigan runs the ball a bit better, and Georgia is better on the defensive side of the ball. Back to what we all came here for, the NFL. A game I am going to be watching is the Arizona Cardinals versus the Dallas Cowboys. At the beginning of the season, it was looking like the Cardinals had all the tools to get to the big game in February. They added key free agents in J.J. Watt, Malcolm Butler, and A.J. Green. Unfortunately, injuries are a part of the game, and Watt is done for this season. Butler's season did not even start, as he retired due to personal reasons. Last but not least, there is former Georgia Bulldog A.J. Green, who, like Julio Jones, has had a stellar career but came into this season knowing he would be the sidekick to DeAndre Hopkins, especially with Green's injury history. He is content with being the number two as his sights are set on winning a Super Bowl. Although this last quarter of the season has not gone the way the Cardinals had hoped, first off, they lost to the worst team in the league, the Detroit Lions. Then they lost their number one wideout, Hopkins, to injury. Now is the time for AJ Green to rewind the clock like he was back with the Bengals and prove he can be the number one for these final few games. America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, have their eyes on grabbing home field advantage and getting a first round bye. In order for that to happen, they will need to win out. The defensive line of the Cowboys looked phenomenal last Sunday night, but this cat they're up against is Cat Quick in Kyler Murray. This is a huge game in Kyler's career. Early in the season, we were talking about him being the front runner for MVP. But if he loses out, he will still have not had a taste of the playoffs in his young career. The offense is not the only unit struggling for the Cardinals. Their defense has been darn awful too. At the beginning of the season, the Bucks had the best trio of receivers in the NFC. Both injuries to Godwin and Evans, I now have to award that title to the Cowboys. C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, and Amari Cooper are all healthy and can go off at any given moment. So if the Cardinals secondary is not ready for the bright lights in Jerry World, it may be a long night. Another intriguing matchup this weekend is the Miami Dolphins versus Tennessee Titans. The Dolphins are looking to make it eight wins in a row while the Titans are still trying to wrap up the division. The Titans were able to knock off a red-hot 49ers team last Thursday, and I believe they have what it takes to end the Dolphins' winning streak this weekend.
Even though the Titans lost their workhorse in King Henry, they have not abandoned the run. Mike Vrabel always sticks to his game plan, regardless of personnel. More importantly, they were able to activate A.J. Brown, and he did not miss a beat versus the 49ers. Brown's physical play poses problems for opposing defensive backs. The strength of the Dolphins is their secondary, so they are up for the challenge. Xavier Howard, the Dolphins' best corner, had 10 picks last season, which led the league. This season, quarterbacks know not to test Howard as much, and still Howard has a reasonable four picks. I just have one question. When is Julio going to have his coming out party? Or is he going to be another superstar receiver who goes to Tennessee for the blues bars and jazz clubs like Randy Moss? With the Cowboys-Cardinals game being a must-watch for the evening games, the most important matchup in the AFC is a Chiefs-Bengals game in the afternoon. Patrick Mahomes proved to us what only Aaron Rodgers has done so far this season. And that is win a game without your star pass catcher. Granted, Mahomes did have Tyreek Hill, although he was a non-factor versus Steelers last week. Mahomes was able to get a key win without his main man, Travis Kelsey, albeit TJ Watt has been banged up for the last half of the season. It was still special to see Mahomes get his other receivers like Hardman and Pringle involved because this will boost their confidence with the playoffs upon the horizon. The Bengals' offense is firing on all cylinders. In both meetings with the Ravens, the Bengals put up 41 points. The Bengals have proved they are the most complete team in the AFC North, and they have the best receiver trio in the AFC with Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, and Jamar Chase. Ever since his LSU days, Joe Burrow has been a winner, so it comes to no surprise that he is full of confidence once he steps up to the podium. I give both organizations credit because they have set up their QBs for success with quality players on the offensive side of the ball. It was unfortunate Burrow suffered an injury in his rookie season, but it was not his first time coming back from adversity. In college, the joke of a man Urban Meyer benched Burrow and played Dwayne Haskins. Let me say that again. Dwayne Haskins is who he put over Joe Burrow. So it was only right that he transferred to LSU. Burrow took over college football once he landed in Baton Rouge. He had the best college season ever and ended the year winning the Heisman and a national championship. As of now, my top five quarterbacks in the AFC are Mahomes, Josh Allen, Burrow, Derek Carr, and Justin Herbert. What Carr has been able to do with all the distractions going on in Vegas, is pretty remarkable. Out of all the quarterbacks I just named, Carr is the one who does not have a number one wideout, and his tight end Darren Waller has not played since last month. Carr is a great family man and has stayed positive during this up and down season for his Raiders. A notable game which showed me and the world how good and poised Carr is was a Thanksgiving game Versus the Cowboys. By no means was Carr playing passive and playing for a tie during his drive in overtime. Carr was able to show off his legs and did not turn over the ball. It is never an easy task to get a win in Jerry World on Thanksgiving, but Carr did it this season. 
And another quarterback in my AFC top five, Josh Allen, did it a few seasons ago. Thank you all for listening. I got more content coming soon. And Happy New Year.